I do not own the rights to this music that you have heard in the background. It is a 90s, 2000 R&B mix on YouTube by the Origin production team. I do not own the rights to this music. Welcome to another episode of the official Uncensored Mom, where everything and anything goes. We talk about the most up-to-date and outdated topics. I prefer to always dive into those topics that families are afraid to discuss openly and outwardly. There are so many secrets in our closets. There are so many dark secrets that families refuse to acknowledge. They brush it under the rug, push it away into the closet, and expect it to go away. I am here today to say these things do not go away because broken children become broken adults. We need to tackle these issues, deal with these issues, and get the healing that is necessary and needed to move into the next phase of our lives, our children's lives, and the children's children behind them. I do not own the rights to any of this music. What you're hearing right now is sent from Heaven by Keisha Cole. I'm listening to a playlist off of YouTube called 90s 2000 RB Mix 2020. RB Love Songs, Old School Hip Hop, Keisha Cole, Usher Mariah Corey, Carey, Mariah Carey, and featuring DJ Naira. It is created by the original production team on YouTube. I am Felicia, and again, I am the owner, operator, and personality, entertainer, whatever you want to call me, I am the creator of the official Uncensored Mom. Like I'm coming to you today with a new episode. This episode is the concerns and challenges of being a U.S. team. I want to talk about a couple of topics today. The topics are going to be as follows. Teen stress, teen suicide attempts, teen cutting, social media acceptance. These are some topics that people don't like to discuss, but they are topics that are necessary. There's dangers to our teens. There's some malicious and manipulative people out here that are specifically here to be predators on our children. To get them to do things that they wouldn't necessarily normally even think of doing. But I will say this. Social media has its good and its bad points. But social media can also be a destructive thing for your volatile teenagers that are going through. They're going through puberty. They're going through little crisis of identity. They're going through the pressures of high school, the pressures of social media acceptance. These teenagers are dealing with more than a lot of parents acknowledge, realize, or accept. These teens are dealing with anxiety and depression. They're dealing with alcoholic and drugs. Like These teenagers are dealing, and young adults, I'm not even going to say, I'm going to say from 14 to 24, these kids are suffering they're dealing with the gangs they're dealing with bullying and cyberbullying and poverty and teen pregnancy like these are all the subjects that people don't like to deal with but today i'm gonna dive a little bit deeper into the underbelly of the seedy society of being a young adult 
in the United States of America, dealing with urban society. I can only speak from experience. I can only speak from where I come from. I can only speak from the people that I know, what they have experienced. So I'm saying urban America because that's what I am and that's what I know. The first topic I want to dive into is the teen stress. Parents, do you talk to your children? Do you ask them how they're feeling about social issues as far as the presidency, as far as social media acceptance, as far as what's, how they're feeling with being isolated with COVID-19? There's, a, there's just such a, I would say a heartfelt or a hurt and a pain that a lot of these teenagers that were supposed to graduate this year are dealing with and as some parents they haven't talked to their kids about it like did you even ask your child how they felt about not being able to graduate and go to prom normally like a normal teenager like the way that life has changed tremendously for these young adults is hurtful i hurt for them i have a 12th grader that should have graduated last year I mean, the earlier part of this last school year. But because due to COVID, he was in an alternative program, the program closed down, so he was not able to finish the program. And so being the type of mom that I am, I'm not going to allow my child to go to another grade when I don't feel like they have done the work and they're ready to be out in the world living their life. I want all of my children to be dedicated, hard workers, I want them to all become entrepreneurs and I want my, all of my children to earn and establish their place in this world. Nothing is going to be handed to them easily. I teach my kids various things to have a easier understanding of life. I help my children meditate. I teach them how to meditate. I teach them how to have positive thinking. I teach them about the laws of attraction. I teach them about the laws of of polarity I teach them about the laws of giving and receiving the call the laws of a tra- uh, let me see the laws of magnetism the laws of unwavering desire the laws of delicate balance the laws of harmony the laws of right action the laws of the universal and influence and if you want to understand what these these seven where's well, ten that you want to know what these laws are of the universe what you need to do is go and check out my um I have a, a podcast that talks about the laws of the universe. So I'm gonna ramble them off again how the laws of the universe go. And it's 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 more like let's see. We're gonna start with the law of divine oneness. The law of divine oneness is the MVP of the universal laws, and that is the one upon which all others build. The laws state that we are connected through creation. Every single atom inside of you is connected in some way, shape, or form to the rest of the universe you move through. The law of vibration. Everything in the universe has a frequency and a vibration. Nothing ever stands still. The law of correspondence. The premise behind the law of correspondence is that our lives are created by subconscious patterns we repeat every single day. And these patterns either save us or hold us back. Number four, law of attraction, which is the most important law to me that I teach my children about. 
This is the law of vibration and action. Many people get scared by the notion that bad thoughts or low vibrations can somehow destroy their life because they're unaware that law is not punishment, but a very clear mirror of our self-worth the mindset. You're surrounded by the outcome of your decisions you've made. So in layman's turn, it's basically like you are what you think, you are who you hang around with, you are what you say. The subconscious mind is the most powerful part of your body and the subconscious cannot decipher between good, bad, yes, no, or indifferent. What you think is what your mind gives you. So if you're constantly being on a negative vibration or a very low vibration, negative energy, you're going to always have really bad things happening to you. We all know that one person that's in our life that calls us every day, every damn day with something negative that has happened to them. Something bad is always happening to this person. Some, someone always dislike this person. Someone's always being mean to this person. Someone's always hurting this person. This person had always lost a job. This person had always lost a car. This person ain't never got no money. You know why this person is in that 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 hole that they are in? Because their vibration is very low. They have negative energy. They don't believe in themselves. Therefore, they're not feeding their mind, their subconscious mind, the quality information that it needs to compute so that the data and the energy goes out into the universe. And when it comes out into the universe, it manifests back into you in action and and materialistic things that you may have saw a thought in your mind that you wanted. Again, you are what you become. I'm a true believer in a law of attraction. I'm going to tell you why. Because I put notes all over my room. And everything that I desire to have is in a note or is on my journal. One particular one I have that's been sitting around my room for a couple of months is it says I'm requesting my king. And that, you put it up there. And what you do is you don't think about it. Your subconscious is going to constantly see these notes around your room. I have one that say $10,000 and $25,000. I have one that says, do what I came to do. I'm a firm believer and I'm a witness that everything that I write in my journal, everything that I write on these post-it notes on my wall has been manifesting in the last month or so. Because I stopped thinking about it, I believed in it, and I let it go. It's more like when I was teaching about scripting. On the episode when I talked about the laws of attraction, I also talked about scripting. I'm not going to get deep into that. Because this is really about teenagers and the issues that they're dealing with today. So the fifth law is law of inspired action. That's just while the law of attraction is about vibrationally aligning yourself with whatever it is that you want. The law of inspired action is about taking you guess the action in order to bring what you want into fruition the sixth law is the sixth law of perpetual transmutation of energy this law means that even the smallest action can have a profound effect law seven cause and effect the law of cause and effect also known as the law of karma states that the action causes reaction you already know what karma is karma is a bitch you hear it all the time you know it's true what you do to people come back onto you. You think it may not. It may take five months. It may take two years. But I've seen karma eating people's asses up. That's why I live my life in a manner that I am respectful. I'm a giver. I, I love those that desire to be loved. I treat people how I want to be treated. And I don't have no negative 
I'm going to say negative investments into the universe. That's what I'm going to call it. Law 8, the law of compensation. The law of compensation is about reaping what you sow, period. Just like the law of cause and effect. Number 9, the law of relativity. Nothing and no one is inherently good or bad, period. Number 10, law of polarity. Everything has a polar opposite. If there's an up, there's a down. If there's a light, there's a dark. One cannot exist without the other. It's like Ecclesiastes 3 in the Bible. There's nothing new under the sun, period. Law 11, law of perpetual motion. The law of perpetual motion tells us that everything is forever changing and it's our job to embrace the right, period. You got to stop being stuck on what happened before and what you did last year and how that came about because life is ever changing and it's going to continue to change. And these babies need to understand that when they out here in this world that, okay, your mama did X, Y, and Z when you was a little kid. Okay, I understand you're hurt. I understand you're broken. I'm understanding that nobody listened to you. I understand nobody believed you when Uncle Frank touched you. Nobody believed you when Corby downstairs forced you to take your pants down and made you have sex with him. Nobody believed you when Mr. Down the Road made you get him oral sex. Like, these kids are hurting. And there's a lot of parents out here who have dropped the damn ball and they don't listen to their kids. They don't ask the important questions. They don't ask the things that these kids need you to ask them because these kids not going to offer you no information. They're not going to come to you and say, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. These kids are dealing with severe anxiety and severe depression. And these kids are out here cutting themselves. Cutting. Cutting themselves. And it's a thing. Like, these kids are out here taking Xanax like crazy. Like, I don't even know how these kids are getting Xanax, but I'm speaking from experience, from firsthand. These kids out here depending on Xanax to get sleep, to get their mind passed, what's going on in their lives, is the most commonly abused prescription drug. It's, this this article I'm looking at right now, Newport Academy said, Xanax dependence among teenagers is growing concerning the United States. Abuse and of a this anxiety drug threatens teen mental and physical health. In addition, it can be deadly. From experience, I know of someone who took over six Xanax pills, a teen, well not a teen, a young adult, because he said he was depressed, he couldn't sleep, he had really extreme anxiety, and that was the only way he felt like that he can sleep because Xanax is a tranquilizer drug. And additionally, the National Survey on Drug Use and Health showed that young adults were most likely to have used Xanax or related drug lorazepam for non-medical purposes. In fact, more than 10% of adolescents ages 25, 18 and 25 abuse Xanax. This is nearly double the rate of people over the age of 26. These kids out here getting it off the dark net, the dark web, stealing from their parents, stealing from their friends' parents, and it's just not good. This drug is usually sold on the form of bars, like strip split into four blocks. They call them Xannies or Xanaxes, hand, handlebars, bars, blue footballs, and also a commonly used street name, which is just Xanax. There's more alarming facts to Xanax. Xanax abuse can be deadly. In 2015, 9,000 people died as a result of benzo-related deaths. 
Moreover, overdose deaths involving drugs like Valium and Xanax increased more than four times between 1996 and 2013. Now, it's an estimate of 10 to 25% of long-time users are dependent on benzos, and that's what the kids don't understand. They use Xanax, and they think that, okay, I'm going to get some sleep, I'm going to feel better tomorrow, but so many kids don't understand that they're addicted to it, and it's hard to, to get off of it. And it has such horrible side effects. And these kids are doing it because they just can't cope with life. And you have risk factors with these children when they take it for a long time. They're using high doses and they're mixing it with other drugs. And I'm going to tell you what the symptoms of Xanax abuse is so you can be aware. So you can check your children if they have this odd behavior. There's physical and mental side effects to it. And it's drowsiness. Confusion and trouble concentrating, dizziness, blur and double double vision, muscle weakness, slow reaction and lack of coordination, slurry speech, impaired memory, judgment, gastrointestinal issues and difficulty breathing, stupor and sometimes it can lead to a coma. In addition to the physical and mental symptoms, there's absence and poor performance in work and school. There's disruption in the family relationship. There's loss of their close friends. There's increased risk of injury and fatality due to accidents. And there's a higher incidence of abusing more than one substance. Because I will tell you this for a fact. And I know from experience and people I've talked to that kids are using this are more than likely using alcohol and they're also smoking marijuana. And these are the things you need to pay attention to. How you can tell if your child is abusing drugs is behavior change and mood mood shifts. Increasing the dose and the frequency of usages. Avoiding family function and social activities. Worrying about how much Xanax they have. They think obsessively about the next time they can use it. They continue to use despite negative impact on their body. There's legal problems as a result. Teens risk taking behaviors such as driving under the influence and inability to control how much and how often they use drugs. Parents, talk to your kids. All I'm going to say is talk to your kids. Get nosy, get in their business, go in their... If you got to go through their phone, go through their phone. If you got to go in their drawers and see what they... I'm only saying if you got these red flags. Go through your kids' stuff. Go through their stuff. I don't give a damn. If they living in your house and they not paying no bills and they not helping and doing nothing they supposed to do, and today sign on the dollar line and the bill is coming out of their bank account and they working, go through their shit. I'm telling you right now because kids are slick. They're sneaky. They slick. They got friends that slick. They all cahoot in this together and they figure out ways to how to be deceptive, how to be sneaky, and how to get over on their parents. Ask the questions. Ask the questions. Ask the questions. And I, I, so many kids out here dealing with this anxiety and this depression. It's a serious mental issue. Get your baby some help. There are so many places that will give your kids the type of help that they need so that they can move on to a better stage in their life, so that they can heal mentally, physically, emotionally, so that they can get rid of the childhood traumas. Because a lot of the things that these teenagers are dealing with and these young adults are dealing with is childhood traumas. And a lot of the childhood traumas that these babies are dealing with, the parents have no idea about it. I wrote a whole book about my childhood traumas. It's called Screaming Into a Hurricane and it's available on Amazon. I wrote a whole book. Let your child read that book. 
I talked about childhood traumas. My mother didn't know about none of my childhood traumas until I turned 45 years old when I released that book. Because as a teenager, I didn't hear my mother. She wasn't there. She was drinking. She was out doing what she was doing. My father was gone. He was on drugs. I was running the streets. I was a teenager. I had my own job since I was 12 years old. I did what I wanted to do. I had a fake ID at 15. I am the teenager that I'm telling you about. I slept with guys that was grown and I was 15. Why? Because they pursued me. Why? Because I didn't know no better. Why? Because they was paying me attention and my parents wasn't paying me attention. Why? Because I didn't want to be home and I was running away from home since I was 15 years old. So when I tell you and I'm speaking to you in this manner about things like this that happens to your teenagers is strictly because I am that teenager. I know exactly what these teenagers are going through. And I'm trying my best to prevent a lot of this trauma and drama that these children are dealing with as a result of them not getting the attention and the love that they need. Because a lot of these teenagers, on top of dealing with anxiety and on top of dealing with alcohol and drugs and depression, they're dealing with cyberbullying and bullying in school. I'm a, listen, I am a bullying survivor. I dealt with being bullied in grammar school. I dealt with being bullied in high school. I didn't have a voice. I didn't speak up for myself. I would let clicks of girls pick on me because I was the weaker link and they all clicked together and think it was okay to call me names because I had really bad acne in grammar school and really bad acne in high school. And so I had people that would pick on me and call me ugly and call me bumpy face and call me this and call me that. And guess what? Puberty hit. And what happened when puberty hit? I saw I had a nice body. And when I had a nice body, then boys paid attention to me. And when boys paid attention to me, I didn't care about what the girls were saying to me. Because at that point, I'll take your boyfriend because he's looking at me anyway. Because I look like something that you don't look like. And this is what it was. So you got a lot of kids out here that's dealing with the bullying. And the adverse effect of dealing with bullying is sometimes becoming promiscuous as a girl and as a boy becoming a gang member and it can go both ways for your daughter she'll seek the attention of an older person that can give her comfort ability stability make her feel safe make her feel wanted and loved which ain't always the case i promise you it's just a facade that they put on to try to get your daughter's virginity or get to be able to have sex with a minor that's what they do they brainwash and they manipulate your daughters then you got your son who seeks the presence of a gang because now he's been bullied possibly by another gang or just bullied by somebody in school and he he needs protection so he goes and get in the gang because he needs protection and nine chances out of ten he needs the gang because he don't even have a father at home the mother might be working two jobs and she's never there or the mother might be on drugs because that's a lot of the case for these 20 year olds like between the 20 and 27 year olds a lot of their parents was on crack crack cocaine and so a lot of these 20 i'll say 20 to 35 a lot of these younger people had to raise themselves because their parents were addicted to crack when they were younger and just never got on it off of drugs as these teenagers grew up and became young adults and became you know middle age adults and so their kids grow up under them and their kids are not getting the love and affection they need because they didn't get the love and affection from their parents so it's a generational curse you got the child that's not getting the love and affection you got the teenager that's not getting the love and affection you got the mother who never got love and affection then you got the grandmother who's on drugs who's been on drugs 30 something damn years of her life and never even went out there and tried to get the help or maybe she did try to get the help but the drug was more uh 
tolerant or more important or more potent or just a stronghold on her life. I may offend some people. And believe me, that's really not my intention. My intention is to be truthful and honest and speak on things as they come to me from experience, from what I've seen, from what I've heard, what I've talked about, what I've watched. And this is just the way it is. I can't sugarcoat it. I'm not going to pretend that I don't know. I'm going to tell it to you like it is. These teens out here dealing with teen stress, teen suicide attempts, teen, they cutting social media acceptance. They dealing with the teen pregnancy. These teenagers are not feeling loved. And because they're not feeling loved, they're in a danger zone. And when they're in a danger zone, they're vulnerable. And when they're vulnerable, they're not thinking with a proper mind. And when they're not thinking with a proper mind, it's because they was not trained to think with a proper mind. And when they don't think with a proper mind, they're easily manipulated by sex traffickers, by pimps, by gangs, by bullies. They're, they're alcohol and drugs, the anxiety and depression. Like These are all the things that these teenagers and young adults are out here dealing with. And I feel like there's a growing number of teenagers that are just facing depression. And it ain't, it's not the same type of depression that the parents deal with because they don't have the responsibilities of bills and going to work and X, Y, and Z. These teenagers are dealing with the stresses of the pressures of social media, Instagram, MySpace, Facebook, um, Snapchat, all of these websites where they can see all their friends on there doing X, Y, and Z, and X, Y, and Z, and they feel like they got to compete with these friends so that they can feel good about themselves, which is bad. It's just not a good space for teens to just be feeling like nothing is good enough. They just not getting the things that they desire in life, and they seeing that all of these other people are doing things that they can't afford to do because maybe their mothers don't have a job, especially with COVID-19. A lot of parents lost their job. A lot of teenagers are dealing with poverty on a different level, new forms of poverty, losing their homes, losing their parents, losing their job, losing their home, losing their money, their funds, and, you know, not being able to make enough money because unemployment is just not paying enough right now. And then you got the issue of your teenagers that's that's in the LGBTQ community that definitely don't have the support from home. Parents don't even respect the fact that they are individual. They are human. They 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 can't help how they feel and why they feel. And instead of the parent judging and disregarding that child's emotional well-being, the parent really should ask them, ask them, talk to them, speak to them, understand why these babies are feeling the way that they're feeling. Did you ever think that there could be a son, a child that's a boy that 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 is homosexual and that may be his preference but you would think about it that may not have always that may not have been his reasoning for his preference because he may not have had a choice is what i'm trying to say he might have been forced into a situation as a child that prompted him to grow up and be in a situation where same sex is his option or his choice and that may not have been that child's uh, uh, fault that may not have been that little, that little girl's fault. She may have been manipulated or molested or raped or touched on by somebody when she was a kid, and that was not her choice to be in the LGBTQ community. But I will say this: 
whatever the case is, whatever your child is going through, we have to love these babies. We have to love them no matter what. We have to support them. And parents, stop throwing your kids out. They don't have nowhere to go. And then you wonder why these kids begin turn into homeless adults and then they turn into criminals and vagrants because they sub trying to survive on the street alone. I don't understand how a grown person, a mother or a father can sleep at night knowing they threw their child out because of their child's sexual preference. It's wrong. I don't give a damn what you think. I don't give a damn what you think. It's wrong. That's your child. They didn't ask to be born. They didn't ask to be born. They did not ask to be born. And with that being said, I'm going to end this podcast because I feel my energy and my vibration is just changing for the worse because of the issues that I had to speak on tonight. I'm going to go and find my balance. I'm going to raise my vibration. I'm going to raise my energy. I'm going to light a candle. I'm going to pray for these teenagers out here that are going through these psychological issues and behaviors. And I'm going to just put love. Tonight's topics were very tough and I know that some of my topics are going to be very uncomfortable for the listeners to listen to. But at the end of the day, I come from a good place with a good heart. And I'm just out here trying to share love and share positivity and share just understanding of the whys of life. There's a lot of things out here that families don't like to talk about. And I'm the one that's going to bring it to the light. Let's talk about these tough topics. Let's move forward our life. Let's get the healing that we need. And let's be the best version of ourselves that we can possibly be. You can follow me on I am Felicia at gmail.com. I mean, that's my email if you need to send in a letter, a request, or anonymous topic that you want to talk about. You can find me on I am Felicia at Instagram. That is I-A-M-P-H-I-L-I-S-H-I-A. You can get my books. Uh, one of my books is on Amazon. It is Screaming to a Hurricane. That is my memoir. And that is on Amazon. I have a book that I also created called How to Start a Bit Small Business the Right Way. That is on PayHip. You can email me at IamFelicia at gmail.com to get the link for the PayHip. For the I am the um, How to Start a Small Business the Right Way. And you can also find me on Twitter under I am Felicia or the official Uncensored Mom. I am the official Uncensored Mom on Instagram and I am the official Uncensored Mom on Facebook. Thank you for taking this journey with me. Thank you for listening to my topics, my points, and thank you for subscribing to my podcast. And by the way, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. I am Felicia. Thank you. Have a good night. I'll